This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to Nerd School. Welcome to Nerd School. My name is Loki. Welcome to the Nerd School podcast. Andy, Andy, are you with us? Andy, can you hear me? Yes. Come outside and play. Andy, where's your anus? Stop. See, you had to make it. You had to make it horrible. What my anus arts, is horrible? Is that arts, yeah, TBJ said Andy's anus is horrible. Oh man, <laughs> she's got a lot of hate. Ever since you bit Kevin Grooms, she's. I've never <laughs> bitten Kevin Grooms in my life. Why not? He's never asked me to. Oh, <laughs> do you think he might? There someday? you go, Andy. We're all about consent here. We're all about yeah. consent. <laughs> Meanwhile, podcast. Joe's suggestively eating banana. Well, He's just trying to turn art on. This is I their foreplay. I, I didn't think he had to try to do that. To do no, but they like to add a little foreplay in in front of us <laughs> to prove that they are superior. Just so you guys know, this is standards and practices talking. You know, is it now? Oh, I'm she, standards and practice. Oh, she is no, standards and practice. TBJ, yeah, she standards and practice. Yes, but I haven't said anything crazy. I'm not talking about poop or anything or lemon uh, parties. So I'm okay <laughs> over here. I won't be asking anybody to bite me. I won't be doing that. Oh, man. That's my Kevin Grooms. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought you were just starting to bust a slow rap. Art, are you no, a fan? Something told me that was your Kevin Grooms, the Southern, gentle Southern. Art, you got a, you got any problems with any beef with Kevin Grooms? Not at all. Okay. I don't know if anyone has a beef. And you're gonna have to beep his whole name out since you keep saying first and last name. I love Kevin <laughs> right. Grooms. <laughs> he did not ask to be a part of this conversation. He's a friend of the show. How's is just does that just mean he's your friend? He loves all of, we're all his friend. Yeah, but I mean he doesn't doesn't even know about this show. He does not strike me as the nerd that would listen to this show. Oh, I did get an offer. I saw James Smith today, and he offered to run a D D campaign on this podcast. Uh and we could record it. And he would he wants us to do that to teach us all about D and D, and so he would like he would be the DM, and we can have a special episode where we learn. I I'm learning from scratch, so it might be fun because you could be everybody could be a different like TBJ could be a muggle, art can be. I'm not a a muggle though. I'm a whole ass wizard. But go for it. Isn't isn't that muggles? Muggles is a Harry Potter thing, not a D and D thing. That's what no, I'm but Muggle is the one who is not a wizard or He's a non-magical person. I oh. am a whole ass wizard. Well, you could be Harry a wizard, Potter, guys. I mean, you could it's, be a it's... Harry Potter person. Andy can be a dumb transformer, stupid crap, whatever he likes. And Art can be, uh, uh, Art, Art can be Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can actually name your guy that if you wanted to. Uh, you could probably. It's hard to completely not use any magic in D and D because, like. You uh go you have one fight, you're gonna get 
like a some kind of sort of plus one magic. Well, don't spoil other. it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, I'm not spoiling it. I don't know what James is going to do. I'm just saying <laughs> uh, it's hard to be completely devoid of magic in D and D. Well, James will make it dirty, probably because he likes. I mean, you're not going to be a wizard. Dirty. But... You don't have to make it nerdy. Um, no, dirty. Yeah. Dirty. Oh well, you and Art do enough of that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh oh. Listen, listen. Whoa. Easy. Oh. Listen. <laughs> do you not tell your... a woman. Do not I tell a woman what, easy. I don't know what it is. It's like <laughs> tell her to relax. It's, it's like <laughs> no. It's like uh, uh, Joe went off on Andy today, and, and now TBJ is just like she she Greg the Hammer Valentine. She just slams <laughs> the law down. She is it's the like, Greg the Hammer Valentine of the podcast. Coming in hot. Brings I the have no down. idea who that is. <laughs> just well, don't look him up because you will fall in love, TBJ, <laughs> and you will <laughs> never get any well, more work done. You'll is just he Adam Driver on a horse fall in love? Yes. Is Michael B. Jordan Creed fall in love? Ten times both of those. You is will he never. Worth brother at any you, time fall in love. If you look up interviews with Greg the Hammer Valentine, you will stop getting any work done. You'll just stare at that all day, and you'll fall in love something with him. Something tells me that I would not. Something. Something tells me that you're lying. TBJ and Greg the Hammer Valentine sitting in a tree. Nope. <laughs> Art, do you think Greg the Hammer Valentine's her type? Um, nah. Oh, I think I think if anything, uh, he should have played Thor. <laughs> no, no one should have played Thor. The person who should have played Thor played Thor. I feel end. like I feel like TBJ would eat Greg the Hammer Valentine up. She she'd be like she'd be like uh, what's his name? Garvey, right? She'd be like Ron Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Garvin. Steve Garvey? Garvin. Gar- Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Rugged Ronnie Garvin, yeah. Garvin, yeah. You guys are all speaking a foreign language. That was the greatest feud of all time. Rugged Ronnie Garvin versus Greg the Hammer Allentine. time. Okay. this is all WWF-ish stuff. Yes. But speaking oh, of... WWE? What are they now? Yeah, yeah. It, it was WWF at the time. I went to a match once. I didn't pay Ooh, attention, but I went Really? Once. Well, mm-hmm. how old were you? Spectrum. I was an adult. Oh. They were at the Spectrum Arena. Did you take years your kids? Ago. Yeah. Ah. You don't you know. I won't pay no damn attention. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been to one wrestling match in my entire life. And I was 14. Mm-hmm. And I was so disappointed. And I said to myself, never again. Oh. And I've not been since. And the only reason I say I was disappointed is one of those things where I still had blinders. So I knew that it well, was kind of not real. Did you make any sign? Did you make any signs? No, no. But the fact that I could see clearly from where I was sitting that it wasn't real. I'm like, okay, this spectacle is not Spoiler. the same as it is on television. Spoiler like alert for our fans. Camera angle can make you be like, oh shit. But like when you're actually sitting there watching it, it makes it even especially this is like in the nineties. So no, it was before the nineties. I was I was in, I don't think I was in ninth grade. Anywho, <laughs> just hey, watching can it we, up close. Hey, was can you like? S- oh, this is bullshit. Can you I, send? I, us, I can't do this. Art, can you give me some pictures of you of when you were in ninth grade? And we can post it on our Instagram to go along with this episode. <laughs> I don't think a I ninth have grade art star. I don't pick. think I have any ninth. I would grade love pick. to see art star in ninth grade. <laughs> 
I think you, I think everybody should dig up their ninth grade pick. Thank you. My daughter's in ninth oh, grade boy. right now. I might have had. A I saw she went to homecoming. Oh, uh, I don't like it. I don't like any of it. Girls should never a, date. Um, I'm sorry to break it to you. Your children will date, and you're gonna have to get over it. And I hope you have the same energy for your son, Joe. Or I'm gonna call you sexist. He should only date his pizza. His pizza <laughs> he only. He delivers pizzas. That's his yeah. Only that's it's just gross to think about your kids making out with people. I mean, the goal is to not think about it. So. <laughs> you don't think about your sons making out nope. with chicks. Don't want to know. Or dudes, whatever they prefer. Don't want to know. I would don't love for know. them to prefer dudes. I've been asking for it. I know. I want my yeah. shut me down. Yeah, I know. Mine too. I'm so disappointed that they're not gay. I asked for a son-in-law, and neither one of my sons is willing to make that happen. So whatever. Oh no, that's right. You can't have a. You won't have a son-in-law unless they. Oh right, it's fine. I got over it. It's um, fine. they are. I my old my oldest. No, my youngest had a girlfriend in the last couple of years of high school. I adored her. I sent her care packages when she went to college, even though they Aww. were broken. They were broke. They were broken up. <laughs> yeah, they broke up at the end of senior year because they and were you going still to different stuff? colleges. Well, Good. you know. The responsible thing. We're not going to be in the same place. Yeah. Let's not drag this thing on. We can be friends, and they are, and I adore her. They catch up sometimes. Well, speaking of catching up, if we were to catch up with where we left off on Captain Marvel. Let's go. (laughs) Yes. uh, Brie Larson and uh, Samuel L. Jackson's characters were... Uh, about to go to the facility for Project Pegasus because they've decided to team up and become friends. And I love Brie Larson even more because you made me watch the room, or room, not to be confused with the room. You have to tell everyone on the podcast your feelings about the room because we talked about it in the text chain. The question is, did you finish it? I did finish it. Did you cry a little bit? I was very, it, uh, it's just very creepy. It's lots of emotions. It's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. I had to stop, like the. I'm trying to. But she's good. She's good though. Yeah, she's really good. She's a really, really, really good good actress. Which why is why you're like, why are people hating this woman? Is an incredible actress. Yeah, it makes no sense why anybody would hate because she's unbelievable. It's so hard to do. Hard to watch because if you have children, you can't even fathom the situation they're in yeah but as a parent it is very yeah hard to watch. there's a big climactic no scene yeah i'm trying yeah. not to spoil it that right before that i had to actually i had to pause it and turn it off because i'm like i can't take the anxiety of this scene i have so much anxiety over the scene and i've there's already enough anxiety in the world that everyone lives with so i was like i don't want to watch this for entertainment this is not entertaining i need to turn this off maybe i'll revisit it and then like yeah, uh, two days later, I revisited, it and it was like, it was good. It was like, yeah, you happened. definitely have to go in with trigger warnings because it's a hard subject. One, and if you have kids, teenagers, it's a hell of hard subject. But yeah. oh yeah, for her acting skill alone, yeah, I like some of it that they don't even like talk about the perpetrator and the thing afterwards, like. They don't even revisit that guy. You don't even really no, find out. No, it's her out. story. You don't it's even find story. out, yeah, how she got in that predicament, really. You know, so 
It's really good. It's really well done, but hard to watch again. But yeah, oh, but she was great. But it, it makes my respect for Brie Larson go through the roof because she. There you go. There you have it, audience. Yep. Go watch all Brie the Larson's Larson the best, movies. and there's no justified hate for her at all. None. Now, now watch. We're gonna find out tomorrow she killed somebody, and then I'll be on the hook for that. But don't you put that out into the universe? No, I don't want to. But right now, she's arriving at the facility for Project Pegasus with Fury using Fury's security clearance. And secretly, Fury calls for backup to sell Carol out. Uh, but that's before they got real close and really realized they're friends. And the two sneak into the archives to find information on Lawson. Before entering, Fury spots a small orange cat called Goose, uh, who is a Marvel Snap card, and to which he quickly takes a liking. Now, is Goose a Marvel Snap card or a Marvel character? Is it uh, a Marvel it's actually uh, named Chewy in the comics? Oh, really? Yeah. So it's only Goose in the movies? Uh, yeah, because I think they're doing a, like they're leaning heavily into like sort of Top Gun ish fighter pilot business with her. Oh, that's where the Goose name came from. But she, she didn't name a Goose, did she? Uh, no, she doesn't in the movie. I, don't I think it's on the. Is it on the collar? I think. Or was it already named Goose? Yeah, Goose is friggin' weird. He's a cat. What is he supposed to be? I mean, the stuff that happens with Goose. Yes, yeah, later, but right, right now in this scene, Goose is just a cat. That everyone loves. Do you love Mark? I hate him. Oh. I hate him. So Goose. Do you hate Chewy. him based on what? He disrupted my play. Are you? Uh, you hate the character <laughs> on Snap. Oh Actually, yes. I don't. I would. Just, I just so, had to. Uh, so Goose is know. called Chewy in the comic. And what's the Andy going to give us the origin? Andy, are no, you awake? Uh, uh, yeah, oh. I'm technically awake. Uh, I'm looking it up, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. You can jump in. Uh, they find this cat, and then Fury states that Lawson's work was dismissed because she seemed crazy. And Carol observes the work and notes that she was Cree since she wrote something out in their language. Fury then finds a file saying that Lawson is dead after a mission that also took the life of one other pilot. They also find a testimonial from another pilot named Maria Rambeau, paid, played by Lashana Lynch. Did you know she's British? British? No, she is? She is British. That's so impressive when British people like talk like an Amer- like an English. They do it better than we do. Better than we, we do, th- it seems like. We generally. try and talk like them. They do. Yeah, and Marie Rambeau is the woman in Carol's memories that she was best friends with. Uh, yeah, the the cat is named basically Chewbacca, as really because uh, he kind of looked like Chewbacca in the as was how he's a lot fluffier in the comics that I've seen. Uh, and you know she's a pilot. He's Chewie's a good co-pilot, I guess. Yeah, Chewie's a co-pilot, I guess, in Star Wars. But yeah, I like Goose because it's Star uh, Top Gun or whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, that old Anthony Edwards. So this actress who plays uh Maria Rambo. So okay, I think we've already covered this basically though that there's there wasn't 
or maybe we maybe Andy said he didn't know, but there we were not sure if there was a Maria Rambo in the comics or it was just this that's added here to fit this storyline together because in the comics well i mean i think yeah she was in the comics uh but i don't know if she was she wasn't you know co-pilots with carol danvers carol danvers so this way it is monica's mother's name in the comics monica's mother is in it but she's not necessarily related to carol danvers so yeah I, i like this whole story i don't care what they say about the comics or what the nerds say so there but yeah, that I mean, Monica Rambeau is a little That's different. Thing. Thing. Yeah. Now, do you uh, know this actress from somewhere, TBJ? She is going to be in a Shondaland series. I'm not, can't remember if it's come out or it's coming out. That's just kind of where I dug up oh, um, cool. some info. I kept watching it and thinking she looked familiar, and then it made me Google her, and I went, oh. Shonda Lynch. She's she's yeah. she's a double oh. She's been 007. She has. Yes, she's been. I don't watch any of those, so she's been 007. Ah, that's wait, like on a in a movie, in the movie, no time to die. How many 007s or how many, uh, yeah, 007s have been? She was in the last, she was in the last one. Was she good? She's British. Did you see it, Art Star? Yeah, she was pretty good. Do you like 007s, Art Star? I love 007. Oh boy, Andy. Uh, I never liked it growing <laughs> up. Uh, I then uh, Casino Royale, the first Daniel Craig one, came out, and I was like, "All right, this is very different and cool." Because it used to be just there were like twenty-two goddamn movies of British guy saves world. Whoa, 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 whoa! Sons, hey, 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 treats women badly. <laughs> treats women badly. Yeah. Does he treat women badly or... I mean... Is, is, go is, go is, watch is, Dr. No. Go watch Sean Connery. Was <laughs> the acting on par for what society or society in the world portrayed women? Like, most... Like, Sean Connery... Like, most Bonds are, like, basically Chris Hemingsworth, right? No. So it's just like, oh... Roger Moore. I oh, disagree with your out. premise. The fact, that he comes, the fact that he walks up to the ladies and he'd be like, Bond, James Bond. And he has the British accent. They all oh, he was older. created to like, be a bit sexist and misogynistic. He, yeah. That is, that's, that's, that's yeah at one was, point, Sean Connery spins a woman around, swats her, swats her on the butt and says, you can leave now. Uh, men are talking or something like that. Ooh. Check this out. It Those, the older ones don't hold up now because of the way society is. But when those movies came out, you know, it's one of those things. That's society was shitty I'm enough to make saying, them good? I'm not saying it was right. It's reflection but, of society. Saying, but I'm pretty sure there's still a certain it was right. of society it, who It's was one like, of those no. things when you get into, I don't know, like I I feel like they've gotten better since then. Yes. I always have an issue with is because and this, and I'm speaking purely from an artist standpoint, right? At some point, we have to, we we, we can't go back and change the past, right? We can't, we but can we acknowledge can acknowledge it, it but was. then we can't in the present, you know, dismiss something in the past because of the way things are. Like not every, not everything they needs are, to That's you, because I dismiss be them all the time. Not everything needs to be trash. canceled. Not everything in the past needs to be canceled. 
No one's saying it's canceled. You can acknowledge that it was trash. You can acknowledge that it was misogynistic. You can acknowledge that they made way too many movies before they got hip with the sexism. You can acknowledge all that. And all Andy said was he wasn't into it when he was younger because it was 20 damn movies of the same shit. And so he said, no, thank you back then, which he had a right to Mm -hmm. because even in that time, you can acknowledge that's not great. I can acknowledge a lot of things aren't great, but it doesn't, we can't, we can't always be like, oh my God, that's so good. That's like people still praising birth of a goddamn nation. Like, come on, y'all. It was like the top movie ever, right? But go back and watch that shit. It's yeah. gross. And so we can say as creatives, we can acknowledge that some creatives have made some gross things out there in the world mm-hmm. that are not appetizing now at the time some of the population because don't say all because i'm willing to bet we could find protests when the first bonds came out from women so some of the population by mostly male and a misogynistic centered population was okay with it doesn't discredit what it did at the time but we could acknowledge it was trash no one's canceling it it still plays they're still getting their money but you can say no thank you to it uh, and that's what I mean. I kind of I wanted to like you know Sean Connery with swagger and all, but like I really I fell asleep like three times trying to watch Doctor No once. Ape chant for for a thousand. <laughs> yeah, the best of Sean Connery was probably people making fun of him on Celebrity Jeopardy and Saturday Night Live. But, yes. Uh, yeah, I remember getting dragged to see Goldeneye when it came out, and just like this is just so Lashana I mean, Lynch. I just Googled it really quick just to see pictures of her uh, as a 007. And, of course, I see it, the first headline is, Lashana Lynch on the backlash received for being the first black female 007, which, of course, you know, everyone's going to hate that. I was going to say, are you surprised? But I see a picture right away. I see a picture of her with the other guy who is a Daniel Craig or whatever. Yeah. And that makes me realize I don't know what a 007 is. A 007, 007 is the agent name. James Bond is the character's name. So you can be 007 without being James Bond. So more than, yeah, that was my question. More than one signification just means you have a license to kill. Oh, more than, yeah, so so more than a, one person can be a 007. James Bond. Well, not, a, is not at the same time. No. Like at the time, James was retired. So now she was 007. Oh, so there's only one 007 at a time? Yeah, there's only one 007, one 005, one 00, whatever. But a 007 isn't synonymous with James Bond. You don't have to be no. James Bond to be a 007. You not have to be and James I think Bond. one of like the first Daniel Craig one is like 007, like the enemy turned out to be a rogue 006 or something like that. And so he had to fight his own uh someone who preceded him or whatever. But well, it was I'm cool excited that she's, it was just I didn't know more... she was like this big star. I didn't know I've never, you know, I didn't know. I'm, of course, I don't. I'm completely out of touch with everything, but yeah, uh, I, did, I haven't seen her. Those of Black Girl Magic for today. <laughs> I stopped watching them after Skyfall because, like, they were still <laughs> like Casino Royale. Was like, yeah, this is all right. I can get into this, and then Quantum of Solace was 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 not bad, but it was a lot like. Uh, you love playing Spy fun. Hunter. You love playing Spy Hunter on Nintendo, Andy. So I would think you would love because the Peter Gunn theme is a pretty good song. That's <laughs> but uh, and then uh, uh, what was it? Skyfall had a great Adele theme song, and uh, but by the time it ended, I was like, this is this is I didn't like. It just felt dumb. It's <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense. 
I don't agree with what's happened, and I don't even barely remember what happened or why what my disagreements were. But uh, I was like, all right, I think I'm I'm back to being done with James Bond. Okay. Well, Carol contacts Jan Rog with the new information she has now and reveals to her that Lawson was a Cree official named Marvell, but she went rogue and was declared an enemy. And Talos arrives. Yeah. Did <laughs> I say it right? Talos arrives to attack along with other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, and Fury has already determined that his boss is an alien. He and Carol manage to escape since Coulson spots them but lets them go. Uh, and they hijack a jet. That's how we know Coulson's cool. And they yeah. hijack a jet with. Can we Goose. back up a minute? Yeah, yeah, we can back up. Um, how does Fury know that Talos is a squirrel? Oh, uh, what does he say wrong? He's like in the elevator. Yeah, like we did in Nam or or whatever he said. It was like. Oh, how? But how? Because he didn't actually, he was testing him. He threw out a fake story. Yeah. And he just agreed with it. But uh, before that, how? Like before he started. He knew the- right when they got in the elevator. Is that what you're saying, Art? Right. But but why? Because he's a spy. I don't remember. Does, Come on, are you, you guys. Are you pushing this on specific? I'm very specific. He told the story way before they even got into the base. A story that he was telling Carol Danvers when she asked him what like, about his name. Oh yeah, his Nick, Nicholas J. Uh, Fury I called him Nick and didn't call him Fury. Nobody calls me. No, he Nick. called. He, they they call no, Fury. Just, just Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Talos right. calls him Nicholas. Oh, when he Easter says "good chicken. job, Nicholas." Yeah, Easter chicken. Yeah, Easter chicken. I told y'all I was coming in the very beginning. Once we start, well, well, even though it's been like 40 minutes when we started this, but you know, at the very end, beginning, that's an Easter chicken. Him calling yeah. him Nick. Yep. Was that was good. Yeah. He called him by, he called him Nick, Nicholas or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like little moments like that. Uh, anyway, they hijack a jet with Goose going away and head to find Maria. And Jan Rog speaks to Ronan the Accuser. Played by Lee Pace, Andy's yep. favorite actor of all time. Coming back from uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, this is predates that, or this is a, basically what he was doing before he became a fanatic. And Lee Pace has uh, invented Pace taco sauce. No. <laughs> In New York City. Is that the Joeverse? You don't know. He might have. He might be related to the The, the Joeverse is a chaotic mass of insanity. That you know what? The Deborah Joe Ruppaverse <laughs> is perfectly fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jan Rog speaks to Ronan the Accuser about their mission against the Skrulls being a failure. And Ronan mm-hmm. wants to locate the Skrulls himself, but Jan Rog doesn't tell him they're on Earth so that Star Force can handle it th- themselves. And Carol and Fury arrive in Narlins. And Carol is greeted by Maria's daughter, Monica. Akira. Say New Orleans again. Narlins. Narlins. I just wanted to hear you say it. Narlins. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Anyway, Monica's daughter is played by Akira Akbar, who remembers her as Auntie Carol. And okay, now this. I, I I probably already asked this a bunch of times, but never mind. This was before 
I'm trying to remember where now I'm trying to I'm forgetting where oh, I was WandaVision. Yeah, that's way before WandaVision. So Yeah, yeah. Obviously. This, this is set in the nineties. WandaVision was set in like after Endgame. Right. So you guys I mean, we know watching this now that she is gonna end up being uh in WandaVision and all that, but like, do you guys know? Like, did people watching this know that that's a little future Captain yeah, Marvel? It, yeah, you waiting for Monica Rambeau? It's like, ah, that's Monica. Oh, you know Rambeau. the that's name that's from the Monica comics. Yeah. You know it's Monica Rambeau. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we weren't sure whether or not how they were going to play it. How they uh, make her whether or not, or... like, maybe Maria Rambeau would become a Captain Marvel first or something like that, or become a get superpowers. Yeah. So, but we knew they had something in store with Monica. Okay. We didn't know how until WandaVision, but uh, I kind of liked it. I've seen that I've seen WandaVision already, so I know who she's gonna be, and that's kind of mm-hmm. neat watching her. Like, this is a superhero, you know, a young superhero. Uh, yep. anyway, uh, and like we've, we've already talked about the fact that this relationship with her and Carol Danvers doesn't exist in the comics, uh, but probably I mean, now, yeah, but, yeah, but it did probably at this point, yeah, it's a yeah, it, especially not with Maria Rambo. Yeah. Well, she remembers her as Auntie Carol. Maria, however, is in deep shock to see her best friend alive and with superpowers. Monica takes out a box with memorabilia of Carol's past, leading her to remember her true name. And I I didn't, I couldn't tell if she ever really remembered, but uh, a neighbor then knocks on Maria's door, but Carol suspects it's Talos. After scaring off the neighbor, Talos appears already inside the house with his other surviving comrade, Norex, played by Matthew Maher. Uh, Norex. You know who that is? Norex? Is that a famous thing? Uh, No, actually, yeah. That's the first time I've heard that name. Let me look it up. I just saw it in this description that I found online. Um, but Tails gets spooked by Goose as he identifies the cat as being a flurkin. Uh, the whole flurkin bit. It's kind of funny, a particularly dangerous alien creature. And at this point, we think Dave's just afraid of cats, and they call him Flurkin, but we find out later that it's a goddamn Flurkin. Goddamn Flurkin. Spoiler alert. One cute Flurkin, but a Flurkin nonetheless. It's an adorable Flurkin. He then asks Carol to help him decode coordinates from a black box recording, and they load it on Maria's computer, and I love this, that they kind of make fun of the 90s technology or <laughs> What's taking so long? It's loading, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is reminding everybody what the internet was in the nineties. Oh my god! I, I thought back to when I moved to Chicago in ninety nine. I remember having the internet and having to like, how many AOL discs did you have? Yeah, the AOL. Like you had to just get a new one. Like you get one in the mail all the time. And You're right. You just, you, you get another three free months. Free trial. <laughs> well, it was cool because I lived in this big apartment building, and I would just take other people's discs. That's the life. again. Yeah. You got mail. Yes. And that sound of waiting for the internet to kick in, that sound of yeah, the, the dial-up modem noise. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm about to get on the internet. I'm about to check email. <laughs> you were so excited. Yeah. Now we take it all for granted. We can do it. Yeah. And that's great because you don't see – no one has loading scenes anymore. They don't have to wait for anything to load. Yeah. It's just like, oh, let me, like, you know, Tony Stark walks in and flicks his wrist and suddenly uh, there's a gigantic 3D map of the human genome or whatever. Right. And I had to wait 20 minutes for the Simpsons uh, animation studio game to load on my computer (laughs) that I had. Uh, That's so much fun. 
Uh, it probably wasn't that fun, but it was it's technology fun. at the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, where are we at? They're floating on the computer. They overhear the dialogue between Carol and Lawson on uh, the black box, and this triggers a major flashback to Carol, who remembers the day when she and Lawson were flying from enemies above the Earth before they crashed, transporting an energy core, and Lawson revealing herself to be Carol as Marvell orders her to destroy the core. Uh, the enemy pursuing them was Jan Rog. And so she realized this. You know, so he killed Marvell, and before he could take the core, Carol destroyed it. The ensuing blast coated her with the energy that gave her her powers and wiped her memories. Jan Rog found her broken dog tag with only Vers of Danvers being visible, which is why there he and go. the other Kree call her Vers. Vers. And Talos then reveals that Marvell was helping him and the Skrulls find a new home as the Kree have done nothing but take homes and lives from the Skrulls. So here's the, here's the moment where she realizes she's part of the bad people. It's me. Yeah. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. That's a Taylor Swift. Song. Hello, a little Taylor Swift reference. I'm now a Swiftie. All right. Listen. Down I, with the T-Swizzle. I just listened to, uh, 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 what's his name? Her boyfriend, uh, Mr. Swift. Um, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's new podcast with his <laughs> Did you brother, call him Mr. Smith? Mr. Swift. Uh, yeah. yeah, he should change his name. He shouldn't be Travis Kelsey. Let them date a little longer before we decide that. Yeah, I guess they got to get married first. But um, yeah, so uh, they have a podcast called uh, New Heights, I think. Because uh, they're both from Cleveland Heights, and they talk a lot about being in Cleveland. And, and about one with him and his brother. Him and his brother, yeah, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. They're they're Ohio boys. Uh, so it sounds a lot like this podcast when you listen to it. Uh, really? They talk about Captain Marvel. They talk about a lot of poop. They're just shooting the crap. Yeah, my siblings in a bucket. Shooting the poop. Shooting the poop. Speaking of poop, piece of that kit, Cap should we Marvel. revisit the whole poop on the floor of the New York Comic Con at all? Is there <laughs> any updated news on that? We don't need to I've, visit I've, anything I've about heard it no, today. I've heard no news about that. Have nope. you looked? I'm, I'm sure they're doing DNA testing to find out the culprit. I hope so. Could uh, be a baby. Carol becomes overwhelmed by the revelations regarding her past and the fact that her trusted allies are really the enemies. And Maria encourages Carol to not stop doing the right thing and help Talos and the scrolls do what they need to do. And uh, Monica then convinces Maria to join her friend on the mission, assuring her that she'll be safe with her grandparents. And the grandparents have that one line, like, what the hell is going on now? <laughs> I go, I like that. Thing. I, I want a whole uh, Marvel show just with the grandparents watching, uh, <laughs> watching Monica. Rambo, that'd be funny. Um, because you know they, you know those two had some scenes that were probably cut for the movie, probably grandparents. Kind of like anyway, Star Lord's grandpa and Guardians of the Galaxy. Monica then helps Carol change the colors of her suit so she won't wear Cree colors anymore, and Monica changes it to the iconic red, blue, and gold suit. That's kind of repping cool. the Air Force T-shirt. Woo-woo. Yeah, there Maybe you go. slightly nostalgic from those days. Well, that, that was a nod to TBJ. They did that for you, probably. They did. Definitely they were like, did. what branch was TBJ in? Someone said Air Force, and they said, bet. Put it in the movie. 
Air Force. <laughs> Is that why you wear Air Force Ones everywhere you go? Uh, considering I rarely wear tennis shoes, yes, Joe. <laughs> yes. TBJ's too classy for tennis shoes. She's not necessarily <laughs> classy. She just, you know, I think likes a classy. certain aesthetic. I think you're a pretty classy lady. Well, thanks. Jan Rog tests the scroll who is shape shifting as Carol. I referred to this in the last episode, I think, because uh, uh, there's a scroll shape shifting as Carol, and this is when he reveals that the blue blood coursing through her veins is his. I don't think he ever explains how or why. Transfusion to save her life, I think. Oh, is that what it what it is? Yeah, because oh. you know she was wrecked. Then when they found her, she was... oh. Oh, at that point. Oh, I see the saver. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, oh, I saved her. So I'm this great guy. Uh-huh. And Talos guides Carol, Maria, and Fury to Marvell's lab, which is cloaked and above Earth uh, to find the source of the energy core that will help them continue their travels. There, Talos reunites with his wife and daughter, along with other scrolls who are hiding. And Carol then finds the core source, the Tesseract. So there you go. Back to the. So this is the. Is this but now? This is the... the first appearance of it since uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. I mean, chronologically. Chronologically. Well, after uh, it sort of fell into the ocean, and then they, uh, uh, I think Howard Stark found that when looking for Cap, he found the Tesseract, and then it was in, uh, it was in Shield custody, and then there was the cuts, like the the post credit scene, and after. Uh, one of the Thors, yeah, where uh, Nick Fury kind of showed it to Stellan Skarsgård, who was secretly Loki in disguise. And I can't remember which Thor. No, because the end of Thor two is when, goes, yeah, it was the, after the first Thor. Loki was uh, disguised as Stellan Skarsgård's character. They show him the Tesseract, and then he—that's uh, when he grabs it, and uh, or the whole plot of the first Avengers movie starts. Gotcha. Tesseract is a big part of that. So we don't know how this Tesseract got here. <clears throat> oh, wait. Does Howard Stark... Well, it was it? not. It was the power source floating in space, so it existed not in the United States. It Remember, it's floating in space. Put then Howard Stark okay. find yeah, it in yeah, the 40s? yeah. Uh, found it in the 40s, and so then I guess they put it, that's where they hid it to keep it away from, because it was in that invisible satellite. So where they found uh, the Tesseract, is that right? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. So that was probably where they were hiding superpowered things of... the sword. Yeah, that's why they yeah. were trying to go get it. Right. And so then after this movie is after uh, Goose coughs it back up at the end of the... <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler and now. And then, you know, we assume they put it somewhere else well star force arrives to cause trouble as carol has a device on her neck that suppresses her powers they capture her and keep everyone else prisoner yon rog and the others force carol into the realm of supreme intelligence still taking marvell's form it taunts carol up until she manages to recall all the times where she was knocked down and still managed to pick herself up. Girl power. TBJ is like standing on her seat at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, ladies. And I mean, I am. I was already on my seat when they were flying into space in the first place. I was already like, yes, boss chicks. Let's okay. do this. Yes. So I was already hype. I was already hype. Yes. Did you go? Okay. 
I did not do that, but I was like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Could you go, yes, queen, yes. Yes, queen. Basically. Girl power. Uh, With this, she overpowers the device uh, and pulls it off, allowing her to break free from Supreme Intelligence's hold. She then proceeds to start kicking Cree ass all over the place. Uh, Meanwhile, Fury, Maria, and Talos try to protect the Tesseract, which Goose absorbs for safekeeping using her tentacles. Then they get past the other Kree with Talos even disguising himself as one. Uh, and they manage to beat them in order to save the others. Maria pilots a jet to escape from the lab, and Yan Rong orders Minerva to go after them. As they get back down to Earth, Minerva chases after them in her own jet. But Maria gets the upper hand and manages to blast Minerva away with her own jet. Ronan then arrives with the other accusers, go after the Skrulls, but Carol powers up and destroys the reinforcements before plowing yeah. through an entire vessel just by flying through it. Yeah. Like, what do they see? Fifty three doesn't have any guardians. Is something he says. Yeah, yeah. Them? Like they don't. Like at this point, there's no superheroes. There's they don't have uh any like. You know, this is nobody cares about. They don't even have Reagan Star Wars bullshit going. They they don't have any interstellar capabilities. They're not ready for a higher form of war. They should have the Reagan Star Wars because it was the nineties, right? His it did that shit didn't work. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That was all dumb bullshit, boondoggle. But uh, yeah. So like, they don't like. At one point, they're like, they don't have the capability to do to come up with anything or do anything or come up with faster than light bullshit that they're uh, trying to uh, investigate. So Ronan just shows up. Oh, well, we're just, we'll just cover bomb the whole planet and take whatever we want or just to destroy scrolls. And then it turns out, wait a minute, they've got their first Avenger, Captain Marvel. Aha, uh-huh, the first Avenger. Well, then Ronan Avenger, I guess Captain America was technically, oh, I guess, cause he was in the forties. Ronan decides to retreat until another time when he can go after Carol Yon Rog decides to go after the scrolls himself, but Carol flies ahead, causes him to crash his pod to Earth. He gets out and attempts to battle her one on one, but Carol hits him with one powerful blast, knock him back. I kind of like that. Like he before yeah, the, he even could say anything, she just blasts that, him. Because that, that's his only gambit is to try to macho her into a fist fight. Yeah, and try to get in her head and like yeah. Well, he's head. been in her head for so long, right? Yeah. He was a trainer, so he's gonna revert back to that. I love this that she doesn't even fuck let you. Him. You don't get to verbally suppress my power, right? And I think I this was nothing this to was, prove to you. Yeah, that's I love that, and I think a lot, a lot of dumb nerds were uh, all upset. Like, man, uh, they didn't have a really good fight at the end because she didn't have to. You yeah, her to fight in a man's war like a man. She said no. I am a supreme being, chick yeah. with some magical powers. I'm gonna fight the way I'm built to fight. Yeah, I'm not fighting on your terms. This is not yep. your terms anymore. These are my terms, and fuck you. Bam. <laughs> so again, I'm just going to remind you how hype I were when they went into space. Then I was extra hype as they were coming out of space as Maria is flying that jet like a boss. And then I'm hype when we get to this scene, and I'm like, women do run the world. We absolutely do. <laughs> Who run the world? Girls. Girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. That was really so great. She just doesn't give a shit. Um, uh, uh, and she, yeah, I mean, 
I, I, there was some folks saying like, uh, you know, Brie plays it like a little flat sometimes uh, throughout this movie because it's more understated. That and I think Carol Danvers in the comics could be a bit more brash, and I think we might get more of that. And uh, but this is her recovering from you know, what six years of being mind fucked and. Uh, yeah, I mean, her whole uh, life was a lie, right? For however long, right? What she is. thought to be was not. It's because this fucking asshole that she thought was her friend, and mm-hmm. she's coming to terms with it and having to quickly come to the rescue of some some peeps. Yep. Um, yeah. She then throws Yon Rog back to his pod and sends him back to Hala with a warning to Supreme Intelligence. Hala. 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 Yeah. I don't remember. Hella. I was thinking of Hella. Hella. Hella from Hala. Hala from Hella. Has Hella ever been to Hala? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. It wouldn't exist if she was there. She would have killed everything. Yeah. Uh, on the scroll ship, Fury is playing with Goose, who then scratches his left eye. So we get a peek at what happened. Left eye Lopez. And, and this was TLC. Uh, Nick Fury has a line at some point saying, uh, the last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. And uh, then this is, that was, an, I guess, an Easter chicken for this. I, th- I think he said that during like Captain America Winter Soldier or something like that because he was, you know, sniffing out Robert Redford's evil plan. But Goose is the last person he trusted and it cost him, him an eye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't know it at, when he said that, but now we know who the last time he trusted someone. It was a cat. So he dismisses the scratch as nothing, but Talos knows what will happen. And that Boys and girls is how Nick Fury lost his eye, according to this description, which we Yep. Yeah, it was fun. Carol decides she has to help the scrolls find a new home on her own. She gives Fury a pager to contact her in the event of a great emergency. Sky page. And also tells him to keep the Tesseract on Earth for safety. Carol bids farewell to Maria and Monica once again before leading Talos and the Scrolls off of Earth and toward a new planet. And back at Shield, Fury's making plans for his Protector initiative. Colson comes in to bring him fake eyes and asks if he lost his eye to the Cree as torture for information, but Fury neither confirms nor denies. And then he's, <laughs> he sees a photo of Carol next to her jet, which bears her call sign Avenger. And then Fury knows just what to call his new initiative. Yeah. So she is the first Avenger. Because the Captain America was never called that, I guess. Uh yeah, I guess not technically, other than the title of this movie. Yeah, but we don't call her an Avenger yet either. She's the catalyst to the uh, Avengers. Yeah, I mean, although technically, uh, I guess Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer were active as Ant Man and the Wasp in the eighties. Mm. So, uh, you could call those the second and third Avengers. Uh, well, and I mean, her call sign was Avenger, so she's really an Avenger already. Yeah, that's true. Mid credits yeah. scene. Uh, Steve, Natasha, Bruce, and Rhodey have found Fury's pager. This is and jumps man. to the uh, to the present day at that time. The yeah. after Infinity after the, War, after the snap, after the snap. Yeah, because he disappears. After Nick Fury goes, mother, f- and mother, f- yeah, that's great. <laughs> and they're trying to figure out who he was sending a message to. Yeah, because they don't know Carol Danvers exists, right? 
Yeah, they have no idea who that is. Yeah. Carol then appears behind Natasha to ask, where's Fury? And she's got longer, or she got longer hair, I think, or? Yeah, longer hair. Or shorter hair. Some of it looks different. It's, it's longer. But then it, it's weird, because then later on, Rocket makes fun of it and, like, you managed to get a haircut, but go on. Uh, <laughs> and then the post-credits, Goose hops onto Fury's desk in his office and coughs up the Tesseract. Yep. And that is all of uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. And then most of the like the, the major plot line uh, about you know the Skrulls, we don't see them again until this year's Secret Invasion series on Disney Plus, which. Um, that's not true. Aren't they in a post-credit scene in uh, WandaVision or something? Or at the end yeah, of... get one in that, yeah. In the movie theater? She come to get Monica, which sets up... Which which is, I guess, the precursor to the Marvels. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, apologize. Apologize to TBJ and because... to Dino and to... Stop making Dino. Andy apologize to everyone. <laughs> You're such an Andy hater the last two days. yeah. Uh, two days. What are you talking Andy's, about? Andy's a son of a bitch. <laughs> Your whole life, but for us, <laughs> me specifically, he's been such a hater for two days in a row. Andy's a bully. Andy's nothing but a no good bully. Older brother bully. Yep, that's all. Bullies that's how, that's how it happened. Yep. I was a complete, overbearing, obnoxious, loud, dumb you gave, jerk. And you gave, you gave Joe plenty of wedgies. And Andy, always, Andy would always eat all I the I have ranch. delivered no wedgies that I can recall in my You'd life. You'd always eat all the ranch sauce, and then there would be no more ranch sauce left. And then I want some ranch sauce. That doesn't make any sense at all. I love ranch. I've never did use, had ranch dressing until I was an adult. <laughs> you ate all the Count Chocula. Somebody, uh, if I went to make a sandwich, I put some bread out on the counter, and then I went to put the bread back in the drawer, and I would turn around, and someone had poked a goddamn finger through both slices of bread and made them impossible. Interesting. Interesting. The cool thing is, we actually lived together in college, and I would do that then, too. (laughs) Good job. I would just take your sandwich, and you'd make a sandwich. We'd take all this time to make a sandwich, and then I would... So he'd go put all the ingredients away, and I go take the sandwich and run, run away with it, <laughs> hide it in the house somewhere. <laughs> yes. See, who's the bad brother now? Ah, uh, Art. Art is the bad brother. You nope. turning? You throwing your lover under the bus? Art's Ooh. the greatest of all time. Oh yeah. Art is oh, by far yeah. the best looking person on this podcast. Oh yeah. You dare? He can have because I need people to pay to love on them thighs. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Art. Anybody so have I, any I know, final, final thoughts on this movie? I I, I want to say stuff about Secret Invasion. Uh, Don't turn into art. You know, I think only. It, yeah, I did. Uh, and it's it's it hasn't gotten the best reviews, uh, and I can see why. And it's because it does a lot of fuckery. Yeah, and like, but there's one thing in particular that. Is it a movie or a show? First, it's of all. a show. It's yeah. like a six-episode series. And you that... guys have all watched it. Uh, I don't know if TV I have has. not. No, yeah. you know but... I'm limited on the television, and it's yes. Hallmark Christmas movie time. Oh yeah. no! The three Already? new releases just happened. Oh, I yeah. started to watch uh, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday it. is a new release. I fell asleep oh, on God. "Where Are You Christmas." Like I started. Oh, I finished. <laughs> We're gonna have but... to do a whole Hallmark Christmas. Yeah, maybe so. I wouldn't find it. 
I just want to say like one of the, one of the things that they set up Secret Invasion with um uh, is the fact like they go off to find the scrolls a new home planet. That's what they're going to do in the 90s. Right. And then by the time Secret Invasion rolls around they're kind of pissed that that it hasn't been done yet. And then the the, re- the only reason they have is because uh and apparently Nick Fury at one point says, "Yeah, we it, we weren't looking for long before we found out we were not going to be able to find a, a planet for them. And that's it. That's the explanation. Like, why not? Why? There's a zillion planets in the, it's the goddamn yeah, universe. Then that's How... that stuff that happens after Endgame when people were saying, well, Carl knew this planet was here. How come she didn't just take them there? You know, so it's like. Can't they just be on Earth? Uh, that That's what, uh, they feel like they have to hide, and and like there's this sort of rebel faction of scrolls. It yeah. turns out by this by this time, like Talos is pretty much the only good scroll left. <laughs> they should put him on Dantooine. So when when did you watch it, Andy? Uh, know, months ago. Uh, whenever no it... Secret Invasion, you watched months ago. Yeah, yeah, I did. I I didn't. So all watch of this time, I've been sitting there saying, I don't want to say this. <laughs> uh, Easter chicken, this Easter chicken, that thinking I was the only one. You allowed me to believe I was the only one who would watch. Yeah. It. Well, and, you I've, know, there's two people I've, here that didn't watch it. So I've, I've, I figured... I've told people, I've told people that I'm the only one that watched it. And it's like, I'll be sitting So are you mad because he this. messed up I your cred? Say that again. <laughs> are you well, mad it... because he spoiled what you wanted to do? No, not at all. Not at all. You, you wanted your all. secret invasion I'm, cred? There's no it's, credit. It's, it's, it's not here. about credit. See, now she just created a narrative. That she jumped on. I was only asking <laughs> a question. Jack Archstar is the bad guy, I and yet she never wants to. She question. never wants to lean lean into what's Sif nature. She's created a narrative that Anne don't ran with. Yes, I did not I create That's... a narrative. I asked a question. That's the Sith in to, you. To you be fair, no, I, I think you, what happened was what, TBJ what, asked a question, what, and then what, I created Anne... a narrative. Thank <laughs> you, Andy, for defending no, me. No, she started it. She no, it she didn't. She narrative. asked the question. All you did was do what you did. You jumped on I, board. Yeah, but oh, 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 oh! Don't be, don't be blaming a woman for something a guy did. Hold on, this I, is Captain Marvel. Are you a woman, Andy? What are you <laughs> saying, Joe? Joe has something I was going to say, Art. To be fair, you are a Sith, and you look a lot like Billy Eilish, the bad guy. <laughs> so you are the bad guy. Now Let what's the next? Say this. What's the next? That's coming this. from your own lover. He just oh, okay. Let me just say this. What do you want I to say not, about Secret Invasion? I was not blaming TBJ. So don't let Ando then now create his own narrative. No, no, no. Yeah, hold on. No. You absolutely were saying but she created no the narrative. It is the narrative. not Andy or she I. She created I the narrative, and you jumped on board. You jumped on board, Ando. She suggested a potential and narrative with a question mark at the end of it. And then it was I a question to yep. try to make a Some joke bad, out of it. Bad blood forming in the Nerd School podcast. Factions forming. It's like the Survivor Series. Like, you guys think that TBJ and I are mortal enemies, but it's really, <laughs> it's really Art Star and Ando. TBJ. <laughs> Is it Art Star and anyone that's not Joe? It's like Greg, Greg Evigan and Paul Reiser. TBJ doesn't, she knows it, but she keeps fighting it. TBJ eventually will slaughter me and ascend to Sith Lord. Okay? That's not <laughs> happening. There can only be two Sith. 
I won't be a Sith. I have enough in me to say, no, thank you. The end. All right. So what's the next movie after this? We're almost done with phase. Uh, It's the movie where I have to emotionally prepare myself by booking. Oh, Endgame. Are you going to be okay watching this again? No. But it's fine. Although although it's the sequel to this movie, The Marvels, is coming out uh, next month. November tenth. Yeah, I'm excited. So it's just a couple weeks. Uh, so it throws it. in uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. It's got Monica Rambeau uh, with That's exciting. I saw on. the the posters for this because oh, I did watch the, and, and it's got Kamala Khan from the Kamala Ms. Marvel. Khan. TV yeah, I series. watched that show, that Ms. Marvel show. That's good. That was a yeah. good show. I yeah. downloaded music off of that one. They had some good. cool uh, Indian rap songs that I never knew existed, but I was like, I like this. So yeah. Anyway, that was good. I like that girl. Just know to prepare myself. I don't like, I don't like yeah. sad things. And then the the, the uh, oh, I can't remember her name. Art, you remember the the lady who plays uh, Mi- uh Ms. Marvel Kamala Khan? She was a Marvel nerd before she ever got yeah. cast. Before she got cast, and yep. she's uh like was basically the comic lore historian for that series. Like, all right, are we going too far up the comics here? And then she and would sort of check him on that and she's actually of... now writing ms marvel comics herself yep. oh yeah so she's right yeah we talked about her iman Vellani, that... is that her name yeah yeah, yeah. like ando played that awful Avengers she's game, a right? comic book writer now that's so cool she's 21 wait so yeah, she so. wasn't a comic book writer before but no but she was this? just a comic book fan she like she dressed for, as ms marvel as cosplay for conventions yeah, yeah. for halloween and but, stuff she was so a big what fan I was of that to, what i was going to say like in the avengers video game doesn't kamala khan she goes to a comic book convention and basically from that comic book convention becomes an avenger right ando i mean i think it's it's an avengers convention like the avengers have oh, been that's gone right for yeah, a while yeah, or yeah. something like yeah, that the avengers like, convention a yeah. day in that video game but that's uh, sort of like how they did in, I guess, her um her first episode. Was it the first episode when she went to a convention? Yeah, on, yeah. On a, just, uh, on the video show? game, yeah. Or Wait, no, and so, she, yeah, she goes to a comic convention yeah. in the in the show or the Avengers. Yeah, something like that. Can we talk about how she became a comic book writer? Like, what happened? Do we I know? think she be, she uh got the role as Ms. Marvel in the series after being a big marvel comic fan and they and she is such a like she was like i don't know i think active on message boards and stuff like that she was Mm -hmm. kind of known in that way so she was very passionate comic book fan the the comic world in general when it comes to like a lot of pop pop culture like like they they latch on to i don't want to say superstars but people who who are like kind of popular and they're really into their product and they do certain things, sometimes you'll have actual actors and actresses and whoever else writing books because, like, I like this character or they brought yeah. this character. Like, Knowledge, uh, Jax, not Nala Jax, Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose, AW wrestler. Oh. She, uh, <laughs> she's written a couple of comic books. She is a huge, okay. huge That's nerd. cool. And she she's Native American, and she's written uh, God damn, I forgot the name of the damn book. But it's a comic about it's a Native American comic that she's writing, and I want to say it's Marvel, or maybe DC or Image, one of those. She's the first openly transgender wrestler in history to sign with a major American promotion. 
when she signed with AEW in 2019. Nyla Rose. I just read that. She's 41, but wrestlers can be old. But, Im- but Iman Vellani, uh, it says in July 2023, her Wikipedia page says, July 2023 it was announced that she would make her comic writing debut with the four-issue limited series Ms. Marvel, The New Mutant, co-written by Sabir Perzada. Is that somebody you guys know? Who wrote the uh, limited series Dark Web Ms. Marvel and episodes of the Ms. Marvel show. Okay, so Nyla Rose, she writes uh, Thunderbirds. X-Men comic. Ooh. He's yeah. written for That's that. What you're saying is yeah. we need to turn into writers. All women, yeah. all the time. For just... No, the nerd school. We need a special oh, limited school. contract to write. Oh, we become writers. Yeah, yeah. Right. We... Actually... We can write the Joe-verse. Art, you can draw, no. right? <laughs> we can write the Deborah Joe Ruppa-verse. No, we're not writing the Joe verse, but we could we could be creative. What if the D and D episode we do with James, we turn whatever that adventure happens into the, the into a, Joe Rupper verse? No, into a comic book. Like whatever happens in that, if we get a good story, we'll... we could and we can have it ready by the next Heroes Con. Boom, and then we can be Look like, at oh, we're, we're comic writers. See, here the thing is, it would take we would. If we were going to get any story yes. out of one episode of D and right. we would have had to have our characters pre-built. We would have to. Right. We couldn't spend the whole and thing. God, out and shut up, our Andy. Characters. Stop ruining everything. Try, I've had a number of D and D sessions where it's like yes. half the time is figuring out, you know, Just leveling making, up your character, making or a character. Yeah. Well, that's why we already have pre-made characters. I'm Bob Newhart. <laughs> oh yeah, we there's the uh what was Larry that? Daryl Daryl. Then we have like a an aborted uh podcast effort as like a sitcom universe. Yes, D&D. I still have that somewhere, that map that I drew. It's like all sitcom places and it was like you were Tom Selleck or something or uh, Tony Danza. So you were Tony Danza. I was I was Tony Maselli and uh something out of late and we were trying to to make that into a role playing universe of some yeah. sort. Oh, we'll get back you to that. Such dork. What? Yeah, this was at least two years ago, I think. It was sitcom D and D is what I was trying to do. <laughs> so see if James can make characters. that up. Yeah, well, he'll, <laughs> we might have to just follow whatever James wants to do. Yeah. Anyway, this has been another episode. We're at what two? We need to rate it. We haven't rated it. We're almost to a hundred episodes, guys, of Nerd School. This might be yes. episode ninety-seven, I think. But and we need to rate this seven. movie. So hundred episodes to to get to so so end game will be will probably take us at least three episodes so we'll still be doing end game at episode 100 probably maybe yeah we can make it unless we hurry up and no we are not going to hurry up in that movie i can tell you that no there's so much game might be four episodes (laughs) we will end game will be there will be a hundredth episode during end game maybe our hundredth episode that doesn't necessarily have to be you know us doing End game. It could be just we could do on, something that, special. That, that fits. End but game. we, yeah, Maybe. but we won't. It would fit if if we knew that. Once we get, if like what's this ninety seven? If we sat there and said, you know what, we're gonna make this end and th- end game end in three episodes. But like, there's no guarantee we'll get end game done in three. That's you true. Know, what That's... if what if what if we luck up and get it done in two? So we might we have like, to just pause. Not that very far fetched, charge. And the hundredth episodes could just be an ASMR of us just. That's a no. Slapping arts 
thigh meat. No. I do, I do also want to get uh, our uh, that the Star Wars thing we were thinking of with yeah. uh, Carrington Wigfall. Yes, we've got to do. We've got to start that. Get that. We'll so, have time. We'll have to. We. Okay. I think we just need we one need episode just to plan meeting. it. We need to go have lunch and yeah. go plot out some things. Oh, can we eat tacos? Are you dying for tacos? I love tacos. Tomorrow is Taco Tuesday. I mean, I doubt we can meet tomorrow, but we right. could meet on a Tuesday. It's also, George Thurgood Tuesday. But before we get knee deep in this, y'all, we're losing the plot. We need right. to rate Kendall how we Jay's been wanting to rate about... this for fact. No, because I want us to keep this. some sense of uniformity sometimes. TBJ nice. is the greatest. I vote, <laughs> T- I vote TBJ two thumbs up. I wrote TBJ for president. TBJ for president. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I should be. TBJ for president. But Joe, your thoughts on the movie? It's good. <laughs> Thank you. Brie Larson's the queen of the world. As should be. Ando. Uh, I was a, a big fan of a lot of what this was doing. Uh, yes. I. Uh, what, what's our rating system? We oh. never decided. Okay. 18. Uh, I would, I would give it at least three thumbs up. And, three out uh, of five? Uh, out of five? <laughs> are you doing it three doing... out of three what are i was thinking three out of four okay three out of four is not bad we'll go with that yeah art star sith um, star i would just like to say that um i found this movie to be quite enjoyable and i give it four thunderbolts out of five <laughs> i love that we do not have a uniform rating system no, in not. any way shape or form uh i will note that regardless of the backlash i am always going to turn and tune into anything that's woman-led yes. so that's just who i am as a person um and then you throw some black girl magic in there and then uh, can I just say I forgot to say this in the fight scene Annette Benning as the bad guy oh my goodness oh yeah that whole bit with the supreme intelligence where she's yes. just messing her head I'm sorry I forgot to mention it but I was like I'm so used to seeing Annette Benning a certain way and I was like mm, yes ma'am go ahead yeah. and be the bad guy yeah. uh, so, so how, do you, how do you feel about her like as a person now that she you know because she portrayed the bad guy do you do you love her in this role or would you rather her not be a bad guy, even though you felt like she well, did? Everybody her thing. can be a bad guy. Listen, I've seen some. Right, of my, right, but, right. Michael B. Jordan has played the bad guy. Does it mean he can't get it? No, he can still oh. get it. So, so my question is to this: Why are you so adverse of adverse to being a Sith? Like, come on, because I'm a, not a Sith. A, you keep trying TBJ. to make a thing a thing. There's, there's playing TBJ. a bad guy. TBJ. There is I've who seen, I am as a human, as a <laughs> I've person. I've seen. I have it seen the look of death in your eyes. No. I have seen it. I have seen it on multiple occasions. Now, I am... Eaten. Here's the difference between me and a Sith. I am not out to get anybody for funsies. I'm not really out to get you for revenge. I might you match your go. energy to match your energy, but mm-hmm. it's never going to... I'm not going to jail for you, so I'm not, I'm not killing anybody. I'm not dooming anybody. Heck, my ex-husband's alive, y'all, so... If I was a Sith, quick, quick side. If I was a Sith, that sucker would not be walking, but he is. So, (laughs) quick, quick side. We're not meant to be. We're kind. Quick side jaunt. In the legend (laughs) continuity of Star Wars, um, they're starting to lean into 
the whole light and dark, good and bad kind of thing, where it's, you know, one needs other, one needs the other to exist kind of thing. And yeah, you they need game. a little bit of yeah. bring balance to the force. So, so. But here, so, have you ever seen the movie Inside Out? I have. Listen, listen, listen. I'm, uh -oh. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna come uh -oh. back. Uh -oh. So they're, they're, um, they're, they're, they're new villains popping up, right? Which mm -hmm. threatens the whole entire galaxy, and you know, people are looking as looking at the Sith as the savior because they have the moxie to do what the Jedi won't do because they've taken the feelings out of things. You know? Here is so, the thing. Like Have you ever, if you saw the movie Inside Out, you know mm -hmm. that everybody has a balance of emotions. You can't mm -hmm. be all joy. You can't be all sad. You can't mm -hmm. be all angry. So everybody is a multiverse human, but it matters at the end of the day which way you would lean. Mm -hmm. I have a heart. It bleeds for the world. That won't stop. The world has been on fire and I still have the compassion I need for community work. I will never be a Sith. I'm Just a village. Wait. Just you wait. That, John, that is your deepest desire. John Ratzenberger is in that movie. Inside Out. Why don't you get Joe? Why don't you apprentice Joe? He's also what, in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Make <laughs> Joe your apprentice, Art. That's John, easy. Joe's Joe, that's your easy. I, I, I love Joe, but Joe's like the karmic foil of the story. Wait a minute, <laughs> Paula Poundstone's also a voice in that. And uh, speaking of uh, podcasts, I have to shout out a new podcast I listen to called Have You Guys Heard of Friendship Onion? Uh, oh, I, I feel like I have, but uh, it's the two guys from Lord of the Rings, the goofy hobbits that are not Sam and. And, oh, uh, uh, uh Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Dominic yeah. Monaghan and uh Billy something. Yeah, Billy so Boyd. those two started their own podcast because they like just drinking and bullshitting. And so <laughs> they um they have a podcast together, uh, and it's great. <laughs> you like talk about Lord of the Rings like or they just talk about anything? I listen to the first episode and they do quiz people on Lord of the Rings, but they also just tell stories. They talked about when they were in Thailand and they had to take a a, a boat to a restaurant and they got the hottest, hottest pepper. They 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 couldn't. They didn't speak Thai, so they had no idea what they're ordering. And the the chef actually came out of the kitchen to say, "I'm sorry, you guys, you can't order this. You're two white guys. This is like <laughs> like sushi with chilies. Like it's like the hottest thing ever. It's just raw fish with covered in chilies." And they were like, "Okay, we'll take two. So they each ordered <laughs> double because they said they shouldn't eat it. And then one of them. Uh, almost took a dump in the boat on the way back because it was so Lord. spicy. <laughs> so, yep, it's great. <laughs> well, well, that's another go. thing. Eventually, Flipping we're going to get uh, through the Lord of the Rings trilogy as well on this show. Yeah, see, we got to mix it. We also have get... to get through uh, the Potterverse. Yeah, we need to be. We need to like be switching off because I don't want this to just be an MCU podcast. Well, we're almost done with. We're almost caught up to well, where we are. Maybe so we could take a break and focus on some other things. Yeah, we can rotate them. Like we'll yeah, do one MCU, is a good one Star thing. Wars, one yeah. Lord of the Rings, one Muggle. That's what this lunch planning meeting is. is. So we need to coordinate our schedules, either lunch or dinner, or dinner, okay. and yeah. work on some plot. Right. Say Leonard. Yeah, lunch right, and dinner. So uh, Joe, remember I used to, to call breakfast and lunch lunch fest. 
lunch fist. Yeah, that's like, called brunch. Of course, well, you're yeah, Seth. Lunch fist. I have got a lunch fist. Listen, what I would because to me, I always thought brunch was like something you had on the weekend. So like during the week, it's like okay, it's not quite lunchtime. It's past breakfast. So I put them together because I'm different and I'm an artist, not because I'm a Seth. I said lunch. Uh, Okay. I'm not a conformist. I don't conform. We know. I say potato. I say potato. You're also potato, a contrarian. Thank you for listening to the Nerd School podcast. They say I can't rap about the president no more. But evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor. Still more incarceration of my kids by the prisons and people thinking this election to end it. Racism? Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama, but don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems, Mr. Officer. Now they voters look like me, you don't think again we're seeing brothers rolling down the street. Every Martin Luther King on his American dream. Still a Rodney being beaten, screaming, fuck the police. Me, I'm running through the passage, trying to get away from master. But the dogs is on my ass, I gotta move a little faster. Can't pass for Caucasian, but I got a couple papers from the plantation saying I graduated. Congratulations, cool beans, but to most school me. Trying to dodge STDs, living off government cheese. Trust the government, please. Not even if it was me, sitting in the Oval Office as Commander in Chief. Trying to give us this free, but there's a nigga in my ear saying, You got it, Superman, you ought to keep it here. Get this distinctly clear, I'm all about jetting. Raps come to Kente without the half stepping. A new chapter, back with new lessons. After that, the final exam. Any questions? podcastnetwork.com Excelsior